ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of the Russian Federation. Ireland and Finland and in the states of South Carolina, Georgia and Florida. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support because you keep listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. Thank you for making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the a week from my ebook 33 tips for self empowerment Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, which eliminates fear and draws in peace and joy. In honor of our topic today, your tip is engage in personal prayer. Prayer for what you, pray for what you want or need, for guidance, to release fear, to give thanks, for hope, healing, strength, courage, compassion, and so on. Since we have free will, your prayers will be even more powerful if you ask for assistance in these ways. When praying directly to God, all you need to say is, God, I ask you. When praying to your guides, angels, saints, Mother Earth, the universe, Jesus, and other spiritual beings, say, I give you permission in a positive way only to, and then ask for what you want. I use the phrase in a positive way only because our prayers can be answered through positive or negative experiences. Frankly, I've had enough negative experiences in my life. I prefer to pray for my life to be more positive in every way possible. Recent studies in both the United States and the United Kingdom report that just over half of the population pray daily. About 25 years ago, when I was having difficulty connecting with God, I made a special trip to visit my mother. My sole purpose was to observe and experience her unquestionable belief and devotion and hopefully rekindle mine. I remembered sitting next to her at services, and even as a child, I could feel the intensity and sincerity of her prayer. She wasn't just reading words. She was talking to God and there was no question that God was listening. During my visit, I experienced the world she and her friends lived in. Despite great loss, trauma, and sadness in all their lives, their conversation was filled with the phrases, thank God and God willing. 
God was not an abstract concept to them. God was there with them, loved them, and was always there to help them. Rather than being bitter or angry about the challenges in their lives, they found reasons to be grateful and freely express their gratitude. They also understood that God was not a vending machine. We can ask for what we want, but not all prayers get answered the way we want or as quickly as we want. We all get what we need and sometimes there are lessons to be learned before we get what we want and some things are just not meant to be. In my own life when I changed my prayer from wanting my marriage to be happy to focusing on my happiness, everything started to change. My new prayer acknowledged that I had the power to change myself and the life circumstances that were making me miserable. My old prayer required two people to have the same goal. That was a huge learning for me and a powerful one. My next workshop is Discover Your Hidden Creativity. Albert Einstein said, creativity is intelligence having fun. We are all born creative, but judgment and criticism shut down our creative flow. To deny your creative Creativity is to hide the deepest part of yourself. It's time to free your creativity and in doing so, free yourself. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit we all have choices but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are this show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts emotions and physical and mental health we can all choose happiness gratitude abundance love peace and positivity as As we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today doctors mary and ron hulnick to talk about knowing your true essence is love in last week's show, Stefan Schwartz came back to talk about creating lasting personal and social change. I invited him to talk with us more about his book, The Eight Laws of Social Change, because people are really struggling to stay positive in these troubling times. The Week magazine stated, Americans are more glum now than they were during the Great Recession, according to the Gallup Share Care Wellbeing Index. In a surprise to the researchers, 2017 turned out to be the worst year since 2008. People are not content in their jobs and their relationships with many blaming politics and polarization for feelings of anxiety toward work, colleagues, and family. 
I find Stefan's message to be one we all need right now. It's a message of hope with specific guidance on what we can do to make a difference. His research shows that lasting change does not come through violence, dictatorships, or even elected officials. He pointed out that Mussolini and Hitler were both elected. Real change comes when enough individuals set an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all, every day, all day long. You may not like the choices, but committing to make the best choice available to you for the well-being of all changes who you are on the inside. That, in turn, affects everyone you come in contact with. And like a good virus spreads well-being, love, and light, It's as simple as choosing to smile at someone or opening a door or saying good morning. The point of change is the individual, which means you can make a difference. Please choose to be among those who set an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all. You can take it one step further and ask your family, friends, and colleagues to join you and others all over this planet. When 10% of the population engages in behavior for the well-being of all, we will create lasting social change. I encourage you to make this commitment. As one listener wrote, like many people I know, I have been grappling with ways to demonstrate and voice my concerns with civil rights and the state of things in our country, and I found much solace and empowerment in what Stephen Schwartz shared. I was so inspired that I listened to his previous show and purchased his book, which I look forward to reading. To listen to this show, click on the episode link on this page for previous shows on creating lasting social change. Please listen to our shows on September 22nd, 2016 with Stefan Schwartz, Create Change by Making Compassionate, Life-Affirming Choices, May 10, 2018 with Marianne Williamson, The Love America Tour, and October 13, 2016 with Bob Hieronymus and Laura Cortner, The Statue of Liberty goddess in the new world you can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again that's the beauty of having the shows on demand you have easy access anytime day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort and inspiration whenever it is i'm here for you for added value, follow my blog with Mary and Stefan's story and my life coaching responses on my website, PaulaJoyce.com. As she wrote in an upcoming blog about last week's show, the resounding sentiment I hear from my family and friends is, what can I do? In my heart and active imagination, I go to the large protests and rallies, say something so profound on social media that my words go viral, and basically, maybe I'm the one who saves the world. In reality, none of those options are achievable, but writing letters and making phone calls feels futile. Mr. Schwartz has some beautiful tactics that are within any one person's reach and are beneficial for all areas of health and wellness. 
Now it's time for my silver lining story. My client Sarah's mother died recently. Since Sarah has experienced ongoing emotional and psychological abuse from all of her family members since childhood, she was struggling with what to do about her mother's funeral. She was dreading being with her family, but wanted to do something to mourn the loss of her mother and any hope of healing their relationship. When she shifted her perspective from caring what her family would think of her to asking herself what she really wanted, she came up with a solution that met her needs in the best way possible given the circumstances. She created her own memorial service at her home and invited friends to attend and her husband's siblings who were ministers to conduct the service. The rest of his out-of-town family participated in the service via Skype and the ministers crafted their messages specifically for Sarah's healing. It was a beautiful service and an elegant solution for Sarah, which allowed her to receive the love and support that she dearly desired at this trying time. After which she wrote in a thank you note to me, I'm finally beginning to understand who I am. She made a self-loving choice and found her silver lining. I wrote this in November 1998 as a meditation on the element of air, which is the domain of thoughts, words, and prayer. I am air. I am light as a feather. I float, barely touching down. I touch only long enough to allow myself a slight repose, and then I gain the energy from the earth that once again bounces me upward, skyward, leaving the earthly cares that weigh me down, leaving them behind, all the while smiling, gliding, twirling, spinning, creating wind, yet calm, creating a gentle breeze, light, light, light. No storms today, just the lightness of the earth and the joy of the floating, the feeling of being high above it all, of being an angel flying high as the sky above the clouds on angel wings, always reaching higher. Our guests today, Drs. Ron and Mary Hulnick, are world-renowned pioneers and leaders in the field of spiritual psychology and teachers and facilitators of awakening in consciousness. As founding faculty and co-directors of the University of Santa Monica, they have designed and facilitated USM's highly successful programs in spiritual psychology. Both Ron and Mary are licensed marriage and family therapists, and Mary is also a licensed clinical psychologist. They are authors of Loyal to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology, available in eight languages, and Remembering the Light Within, A Course in Soul-Centered Living. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. I have a special offer as a gratitude gift for being chosen by expertise as well one of the best life coaches in Dallas. Expertise writes, a business cannot pay to be included and everyone is objectively qualified using 25 criteria. Only 16 of us were selected from over 300. To celebrate, all new clients will receive a 15% discount on their first life coaching session or group of three sessions, which can be in person, over the phone, or on Skype. Please click on the link to contact me before the end of August to take advantage of the special discount. 
If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. As one Facebook friend wrote me this week, I love reading your posts. Thank you for enhancing the quality of my life. Read about and register for my Discovering Your Inner Creativity workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what beliefs are limiting you? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Drs. Mary and Ronald Hulnick to talk about knowing your true essence is love. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what beliefs are limiting you. And I'm so pleased to welcome Drs. Mary and Ron Hulnick to talk about knowing your true essence is love. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Paula. We're delighted to be with you. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Well, it usually is. <laughs> and I'm up for the unexpected. That always adds to um, to the to the light and the joy, just following spirit and going where we're supposed to. I do want to begin by saying how grateful I am you're on the show and how much I admire and respect the work that you're doing. And I'm grateful this book that you've written, Remembering the Light Within, and you talk a lot about our true essence being love, which I think makes sense to a lot of people, but the title of the book is Remembering the Light Within. How does delight and love connect, and, and why did you choose to focus on remembering the light within? Well, the light to me refers to the indescribable beauty of God that is within each person. And we start with the assumption that we are divine beings having a human experience. <clears throat> and that, that our essential nature really is divine. It is love. And to me, the light and loving really speak of that essential, the essential nature of every human being. From a practical perspective, if one uses them interchangeable, uh, interchangeably, you're not going to go very far off course. And I think, um, you know, we're in a time, Paula, where the greater awakening is taking place across the planet. And I think more and more people are awakening, and I think people are more ready and more <clears throat> hungry for a true spiritual spiritual message. I think we all want to experience more of the love that we are and to have more love in our relationships with uh, everyone. And yet there is this deeper essence or quality that we speak of as the light that is the love, but it's an acknowledgement of the divine within. I'll go with that. (laughs) Go ahead. No, I say I'll go with that. I can't improve upon what Mary just said. <laughs> well, I think that's beautifully said. And I think it's something that, that we forget about, that we were created in the image of the creator. And that means, I think, that we were created as love because I believe that God is love and yeah. and that we are that too, but our experiences on earth challenge us to express that fully 
on the earth plane and and you have um, so much information and techniques to help people to um, to live on earth and and still uh, express the divine light and love that's within us um, so talk to us a little bit about how how people who are struggling to find more compassion and to be able to express more love. How, where do we begin? Well, it's, it's, uh, from our perspective, it's good to have uh, uh, some context so that you know what kind of a system you're operating within. And it's um, the spiritual context to us is germane. And in that context, we're not... Uh, we're not people who are seeking to become more more of the of the, the divine. You can't become more of what you already are. You, we are already that. It's like we are already our essence is loving. That is what we are. The challenge is that, as you have pointed out, we forget that. So sometimes people get caught in that they're striving to become more loving. There's, you can't become more of what you already are. What you can become is more awake, more awake to that essence that is what you truly are. And that's why we call the book Remembering. We speak of awakening rather than becoming because when we get into becoming, it puts it out there and it takes it away from the essence, which is already what we are. We just have to wake up. In the East, it's called enlightenment. You know, and the, the other thing that is such, I think, a huge key uh, really comes from a passage in the Course of Miracles, which is also sometimes attributed to the mystic Jalaluddin Rumi. And, and that passage is, uh, the task is not to seek for love, but to seek and find all the barriers that we have built against it, that we have built within against it. And we add to that and, and to dissolve them. And so sometimes part of what we say, Paula, is that our unresolved issues aren't in the way. They actually are the way that we can learn to use the challenging situations and circumstances in our lives in service to remembering the light within, in service to coming more into the awareness of our essential loving nature, which is loving and wise, joyful, compassionate, creative, extraordinary is, I think, the basic term. I love the way you're expressing it, that it's, uh, because so many people, I think, have this um, idea that life can be just um, all joyful and no challenges and when am I going to get there and why is life so hard and I'm not sure those are the right questions I think those are among the barriers that you're talking about and so how do you help people shift that internal dialogue and those questions to asking the questions that will help them use the challenges in their lives to grow and see them as gifts rather than as, um, you know, why is this happening to me and ain't it awful? 
That's, that's exactly uh, accurate, Paula. If, if you're going to run a race, for example, and you've been training for this race and you get there and you, in a way, when you run that way, you are, you are transforming what used to be a barrier that you couldn't run that way before. But you, you have to have the experience of running the race in order to, in order to finish it. In exactly the same way, what we call unresolved issues, which is anything that disturbs your peace, and we really mean anything, elections included, anything that disturbs your peace, the fact that it disturbs your peace is telling you, ah, here is something I have yet not resolved inside of me. I have judgment in this area. And the, the willingness to come into that Awareness in and of itself is nine-tenths of the way. Because once a person is willing to admit that it's not what's happening out there that is causing them pain, it's their judgment of it that causes them pain, then it's an easy step, relatively speaking, to let go of the judgment. So it's not about changing outer situations. It's about changing the inner response that we make to that situation. Uh, it's like Viktor Frankl said in um, you know, Man's Search for Meaning of His Time in the Concentration Camp. He said, between stimulus and response, there's a space. Within that space, we can find our freedom. And it's exactly the same thing. Something happens out there. You have a choice in that moment. Are you going to react negatively, or are you going to respond positively? Most people believe that what happens outside really is determining the way that they respond to it, and that's simply not true. We have a choice on how we respond, and if we find ourselves responding negatively, thank God I know how to work with that, and I can let it go and heal that place in my own consciousness. Heal enough places, we awaken. And what I would add to that, Paula, is that we emphasize authentic empowerment. The I'm upset because philosophy is a philosophy that promotes uh, self-victimization. And that is so painful. There's so much suffering. Yes, there are people in the world that are at the effect of some really horrendous kind of situations and circumstances. However, I think for the majority of us, we have the opportunity to recognize that we have a choice about how we look at what happens and we have a choice about whether we uh, retreat inside to a frame of reference in which we're a victim and ain't it awful and bad things always happen to me. Uh, and the beauty of the spiritual context is it offers the awareness that we are powerful, that we are divine, and that we have a choice inside. And we have outer choices as well. So one of our greatest inner choices has to do with our attitude, with how we respond to the situations, people, and circumstances in our lives. And, um, you know, people have said attitude is everything, and, you know, it's so foundational. I, I think also part of what really helps people is that they, if they are open to consider the possibility that Earth is a classroom, 
that they come to the earth to learn certain things, to contribute the gifts that they brought, and uh, that there is real spiritual purpose to their being on the planet. I think it takes a... um a level of sophistication or of education or of meeting people like you to um, to open up to that idea. I don't think that's out there as openly as and as widely as I wish it were. It certainly took me a lot of years and a lot of living and a lot of misery before I finally started hearing those kinds of messages that we're here to learn and grow and that we do have options. Maybe I can't control the circumstances, but I can control my response, even if it's only my attitude, which, as you say, is truly everything. That's, that's accurate. And if, um, if one really wants to awaken spiritually, the best, the best course of action really would be to recognize and accept their own judgments, and then the, the, uh, the linchpin key to open that door is what we call compassionate self-forgiveness. Uh, many people have learned forgiveness in a way that is really just a short, a short way into it, and that is, I forgive uh, someone for the terrible thing that they've done, that kind of a thing. But they don't realize that inside they are still holding the judgment that it was a terrible thing. Well, what if it isn't a terrible thing? What if it was the race that you needed to run in order to strengthen that part of yourself. So we say compassionate self-forgiveness. I forgive myself for entering into that judgment. And how can we make that statement? Because really, really, which one of us is so enlightened that we know for sure what's right or wrong for another person or another situation? I don't... I certainly don't claim to have that kind of awareness. So I do know that every time I enter into judgment, I may as well, uh, uh, you know, I can't, th- I can't think of a worse thing. Uh, our spiritual teacher used to say that uh, judgment always produces karma, meaning every time you judge, you're adding to the sum total of stuff in your backpack that you're going to have to let go of. Uh, sooner or later. So we forgive ourselves for our judgments. We let them go. We stop pretending that we know what's right and what's wrong. And, and we put the word compassionate in there because the word really means to, to be with one who is suffering. The word passion really means suffering. Passion of the Christ, for example. If I'm compassionate, I'm going to be with the one that is suffering, including myself. So from that place of compassion, I forgive myself for judging this or judging that or making this wrong or making that wrong. A lot of people find that hard because they, they, you know, they don't understand that all of this is for us. It's not against us in any way. It's an opportunity to awaken. We, we lay this out more carefully in the Loyalty to Your Soul book. The Remembering the Light Within book is more of a course that one can enter into practices for a year long. There are 26 chapters, and one can do a chapter every two weeks. 
and that's a that's a very nice way to take a year to really um, incorporate these principles into one's life. Let's talk a little bit more about that after break. And also, I'd like to um, touch a little bit more on self-forgiveness and guilt. Um, Okay. So I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed and also to to look at the blockages in the way that Mary and Ron were talking about. They change, people change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, how can you make more self-loving choices? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Drs. Mary and Ron Hulnick to talk about knowing your true essence is love. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down how you can make more self-loving choices. And please remember to listen at the end of the show to learn how Archangel Andronia can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Drs. Mary and Ron Hulnick talking about knowing your true essence is love. Um, uh, Mary and, and Ron, during the break, we were talking about the concept of uncovering or revealing your true essence as being a, a way of thinking about the journey of life that could be helpful to people. Would you talk to us a little bit about that? Sure. If we are, if we are spirit, our essence is love. That is what we are, not who we are. That is what we are. The way that most of us grew up, that's not what we learned. We learned that there is wrong, and we learned to make things wrong, and we learned to judge, and we learned to enter into this whole right-wrong thing. In, in the process of revealing our true nature to ourselves, it's like we're wearing a uh, hundred pairs of sunglasses, one in front of the other, and it's pretty dark out there. But every time we take off one set of glasses, we don't have to do anything. The light is already there. And so the process of awakening becomes one of removing the barriers or letting go of the judgments. That is all that keep us from the awareness of that which we already are, which is simply, as you correctly point out, uh, it's called love. Or we move into the light, really saying the same thing. So the work is really all about uh, letting go, in particular, it's letting go of judgments, letting go of pretending that we really know what's for the highest good of all concern, even that we really know what's for our own highest good, because very often it turns out that when people really let go of something, uh, you know, and they go into this place of ecstasy, which we've seen hundreds, maybe thousands of times by now, and we come back to them and we say, well, what about that issue that you started with? They just start laughing. And they go, really? I, I said that? I mean, that is so far <laughs> from the truth. <laughs> you know, and uh, that's, that's what we keep seeing over and over and over again. And the, the work that we do, Paula, is really designed to assist people in releasing their identification with their ego, with the mind and emotions, with their thoughts and feelings. And um, particularly the, the painful thoughts, the thoughts of self-judgment that perpetuate that horrible feeling of inner separation and pain that goes with the experience of feeling unworthy. And this is generally perpetuated by the kind of conversation that we have inside our own head about ourselves. And we teach people, we encourage people to begin to relate with themselves in more self-loving and self-honoring ways, to be more compassionate, 
to be more accepting of their humanity and to be more accepting also of their divinity. And little by little, as people do this work, they let go of these deep judgments and misidentification. And as they do, the inner sun starts to shine, and their heart really opens, and they become aware that their essential nature really is loving. It is joyful. It is creative. It is beautiful. And they begin to recognize that being here on the planet is an extraordinary learning opportunity. So sometimes I ask myself, what am I learning here? Mm-hmm. And when I'm in the middle of something very challenging to get me out of that um, place of negativity or darkness? Such a good question. And it's a question that we encourage people to ask when they're in the midst of a challenge. It's like, what is my soul attempting to assist me in learning through this experience? And sometimes we're learning acceptance, greater acceptance of ourselves and others and what is. And acceptance certainly isn't being a doormat or moving into resignation. Sometimes we're learning empathy and compassion. Sometimes we're learning courage and strength of heart. There are beautiful spiritual lessons available for each of us. You know, uh, I had an experience with my first teacher uh, once a long time ago. We were going to visit someone in the hospital, and we're, we're walking toward the hospital, and someone's pushing a young man in a wheelchair, and he's all contorted and doesn't seem very conscious. And as we go by, you know, I just look at him, and I'm going, wow, that's, that's a tough one. And, you know, we keep going, and my teacher, being clairvoyant, says to me, you know, Ron, You really don't have to feel sorry for that young man. The fact of the matter is that this is his last lifetime, and he knows it. All he has to do is endure. He's aware of this. He is ecstatic. He he is just in bliss about this. You should be in the same kind of bliss that he is in. And so, you know, what I learned from that is that it's presumptuous to know what's good for someone or not good for someone or, or what's right or what's wrong. It's just presumptuous because spirit doesn't work that way. It gives us what we, what we need to complete, not what we like necessarily. However, as you point out in everything that, that uh, we've heard you share, the more you shift your thinking around <clears throat> into the what's the good in this, what's the potential, what's the positive, What's what the am, opportunity? What's the sunglass that I'm, that I'm taking off? What's the opportunity? You're much, much, much more likely to complete whatever that thing is that, that you're talking about. If you keep judging it, all you, all you really do is you, you, uh, you, you, attract keep, more. you keep attracting more and you maintain it because your own soul will, will bring it to you. My, my teacher said, um, your own soul will give you cancer as easily as it will give you a cold if it's going to take that to get your attention. I thought, whoa, that is something. 
beautifully said. And, I, you know, I, I, I keep this idea keeps running or this experience keeps running through my mind. So I want to give a concrete example. Um, there's a swimming pool in my community and, and the children under the age of 14 are not supposed to be there alone. And over and over again, I see children there alone without a, a parent or an adult who's there specifically to supervise them. And the other day I thought how I noticed how angry it makes me and I thought to myself, okay, why is this making you so angry? <laughs> What's going on with you? And the second I asked myself that question, I haven't seen one child under the age of 14 unsupervised. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. Oh, that is such a great example, Paul. <laughs> so I kept looking out there when it was like, wake up, what's going on with you? Yeah, good for you. you know? Good for you. <laughs> so yeah, even that those... Is, that is so ahead. empowering and so liberating when we are willing to ask, what is it inside of me that is disturbed about this? I, exactly, and I think the more, I was just going to say, too, that even though I've been doing this for a long time, I still find myself getting caught. So it's not like there's a, an easy answer here. This is a journey, and we need to continually stay awake and pay attention um, because it's hard to see within ourselves. It's much easier to see somebody else. Yes, yeah. And we, we say growth is a process, not an event. Exactly. You know, and of, course, of course, the the times we're living in with the political situation, so many people are blaming this one and that one, and how many of us who are doing the blaming realize that all we have really done is surfaced negative judgments inside of ourselves, and if we come from that place... All we're doing is creating more under 14-year-old children at the pool. And this is, this is, to me, the real challenge we have. Can we move into the loving and sit down and talk together from a loving place, realizing that everybody wants the highest good of all concern? But if we can you continue to uh, participate in this judging and this wrong-making, uh, oh, my gosh, we, we have no idea what the level of negativity is that we are that we are bringing forward Thank you for saying that because I think it is so important and important for us to remember and to pay attention to our thoughts and to um, extricate to let go of all of those judgments and to do our best to continue to reveal the loving, essence that we are. I am so grateful to, that you both were on this show and shared so much wisdom with us. And I encourage everyone to purchase the book, Remembering the Light Within, because it is a course in soul-centered living and will help you reveal the love that is your true essence. I also encourage you to visit them at online at universityofsantamonica.edu and also usmonline.org. Thank you so much, 
Um, and I wish you many blessings on your path. And I Thank also you, many blessings to you, Paula. Thank you so much for having us, and please continue your beautiful work. Thank you. Um, And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to paulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing or remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The I'm Awakening, or The Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention this show through August, you get a 10%, a 15% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to Archangel Andrea, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of self-care. Ask for her help daily and a in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Androni, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me take better care of myself, be more self-loving. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she's helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Sarah Ann Shockley will talk about easing your pain in, and, and moving beyond pain. By On August 16th, when Wayne Kealohai... Powell and Patricia Lynn Miller will talk with us about Hawaiian shamanistic healing. And on August 23rd, when Elaine Layton will talk with us about receiving help from fairies and angels. They really are real. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.